Alright everyone, welcome back to the Inferno. And it has been brought to my attention that I am not living up to the name of this show. Because this is not the Inferno, this is the Fireball Inferno. And in honor of us playing the Hawks tonight, it's time to take a chug. So, Dean, thank you for reminding me, but this one's to you, buddy. So, that is a big handle of Fireball. And I will not be able to finish that tonight, but Dean, I, I finally lived up to namesake. So there you go, bud. Um, so this is the second episode of the day. Go check out episode three if you haven't already. This is going to be episode four. Um, what I really want to focus on... Oh, that did not go down the right pipe. Um, what I really want to focus on with this episode is kind of just looking at our defense and the guys that we have coming up the pipeline and going... Man, we can have a really good defense for a really long time. And under control, too. Like, controllable contracts, I mean. So, looking at our defense right now, obviously, our, our defense this year has been phenomenal. Hitch, in one year, has turned the entire unit around. Whether it be Klingberg finally figuring out how to be a true two-way defender. Whether it be Hamus and uh, Patteron coming out of nowhere and being one of the top two or three shutdown pairs in the league. Or even just Johns and whoever Johns plays with, whether it be Honka, Mathot, um, Hetherington, Johns has been solid too. It's it's really interesting, in my opinion at least, how you can go from a run-and-gun system to a grindy, shut-em-out system in one year. People all the time talk about, you know, coaching doesn't make that big of a difference. I absolutely disagree. I don't think we would be anywhere close to where we are in the standings if we kept rough another year. And I was a rough defender. Like, I, I fully on admit, whenever we had rough, I thought, you know, we had a bunch of speedy guys. You might as well have a speedy system that focuses on scoring goals. But I I love what I've seen this year. And, and that's with Mathot on injured reserve for, what, like half the year now? It's ridiculous. But anyway... So, just looking at contracts this year. So, going into this offseason, we have um, we, we only have two free uh, un, unrestricted free agents. That's Pattern and Hamuse. And then we got Hetherington and Johns as restricted free agents. So, those two, uh, Johns and Hetherington are going to resign. They're restricted free agents. We have their rights. We're golden. They're going to be back. M my thing I kind of want to talk about in this episode is, do we really want to bring Hamuse back and possibly do we want to bring even pattern back hear me out okay so Hamuse. the case against Hamuse is number one he's 35 and he's only going to be playing probably for you know one or two more years before he really really starts to hit a wall i my personal philosophy is you never want to be paying anyone whenever they hit that wall because if you are guess what you're losing it's opportunity cost you you could have spent your money elsewhere. So for me, Hamuse, I wouldn't bring Hamuse back. As good as he's been this year, and I will fully give him credit, I, I was a fan of him last year, even though some people said he was terrible. He has been amazing this year. It's just father time waits for no one. And so I, I think Hamuse is going to see a decline in the next year or so. And I don't want to be paying for him. It, as heartless as that sounds, especially when we got options behind him, like we do. 
Um, so I'm fine with letting the hand use go. Like I said, it, it's going to suck a little bit because, yeah, he is good. But it's kind of like letting Madonna go to, to uh, Detroit. It's like, yeah, it sucks because, you know, he was a good player here. But if he's going to hit a wall, he's going to hit a wall. It's just, it, it, it happens. Um, but I'm looking at it. And what I saw from Hetherington, I'm fine with Hetherington taking over as the defensive defender uh, in that shutdown pair. I, I don't, like I said, I've said multiple times, I am not a massive fan of Hetherington, but as a shutdown guy, as a defensive defender, by all means, put him in there. I mean, he, he doesn't screw up with the puck. He just plays solid positionally and hits people every once in a while. Th- that's all I'm asking for from Hamus. That's all I'm asking for from uh, Patteron. So, by all means, just plop him right in there. The other guy, uh, Patteron, we have a guy, uh, Gavin Bayreuther, I, I, I gotta figure out how to pronounce his name, Bayreuther, Bayreuther, I'm not sure, but he's having an amazing year down in the AHL from what I can tell, just based on stats. I have not watched him, so I t- take it with a grain of salt, but just statistically, he's having a great year down there. If him and Hetherington, and apparently they played well together down in the AHL, if him and Hetherington can play well together up here, great. Just put him on the third pair and let's rock. Just move. I think Johns can play second pair. I think Honka can play second pair after this year. Um, I- I'm totally fine with letting both Hamus and Patteron go. I think we're going to bring back one or the other, to be completely honest with you. If we bring back Patteron, it's because he can be one of the best seventh men in the league. If we bring back Hamus, it's because, well, we need a veteran presence and we can't count on the thought ever coming out of the emergency room because he's made of glass but the other guy so so those two guys Hetherington and uh Bayreuther both of them in my opinion are ready to at least make a step up and move up to the NHL but then you also got to look at okay who's the guy we just took number three last year Hiskanen okay so you're telling me I have the potential to have a entire defensive core made up of guys who are 27, assuming we bring back a uh, pattern or younger, all in their, pro- or I guess, never mind, Mathot is still 32. Anyway, we, we would have a ridiculously young and affordable defensive core full of guys who have potential, who have, or who are just consistent in their own end. I'm extremely happy with that. I'm just thinking, tossing lines out there in, probably not next year because Hiskinen probably needs a year, but in one or two Two or three years, let's say, okay, I like Klingberg and Lindell together. I think that's where they belong together. They've shown me this year that they can play together. So let's keep Klingberg and Lindell at number one. Let's say in two years or three years tops that Hiskin and Honker are playing together on the second line. And then you have Johns and whichever one wins out between Hetherington, Bayreuther, and Patteron. And you have a seventh man. That is a loaded defensive core, and all of those guys are super young and affordable still. So I don't think y'all realize how good we actually have it. Mathot only has one more year on his contract after this year, so he's gone probably after that. So that's going to open up a ton of cap space as well, but I'm just like, we don't even need cap space for our defense. And then offense, if you listen to my last episode, I talked about Hintz and Giryanov are going to be coming up. Um, I like Devin Shore, what he's shown this year. I like Ellie. 
Yanmark is going to be coming back. I like Jamel Smith a lot. Jamel Smith, how do you pronounce his name? Um, I'm really liking the young team that we have. Yes, I realize Ben is starting... I mean, Ben is 28 now, as scary as that is to say. But he's still in his prime, in my opinion. Sagan is only 26. He's in his prime. Fox is 24. Uh, Pitlick's 26. But Spets is getting a little old. But, I mean, we have a ridiculously young team right now. Our window is still... Uh, until Jamie Ben starts getting up to, you know, 34, 35, our window is going to be wide open. So for anyone who wants to just say, well, this was a one-year thing, I, I I completely disagree. Nil has, in my opinion, done a great job of acquiring long-term assets and then guys who are expected to produce immediately. Some of them haven't panned out, obviously. I've been a big basher of Nil when it comes to who he signed in free agency, whether that be Gonchar, um, Hudler, and... Uh, Horkoff, I think we traded for Horkoff actually, but just those guys, I completely, Hansel's been out half the year, even though he's played decently as of late. It's just, we have the talent, it's just a matter of finding a good coach, and I think Hitch is going to be there, and I think we should all feel pretty good about where we're going in the future. I don't know who our backup goalie is going to be. In the last episode, I talked about how I'm fine with bringing back Kari, on a cheap deal for, you know, one or two more years before uh, we get another backup. But, I mean, we got Colton Point, Landon Bow, and Ottinger, who I think all could be backups at some point. Bow is probably just going to be a backup. But uh, Point and, and Ottinger both, in my opinion, have starter potential. And so as Bishop starts to get old, like, we have Bishop until uh, 2023. So Bishop's going to be pretty dang old. Let's see. He's going to be um 3 4 5 6. He's going to be 36 by the time his contract runs out. And so I don't know by that time, I'm I'm ready for one of the younger two guys to already take over. So basically, I'm just saying we we have a lot to look forward to as Stars fans. I may give Neil a bunch of crap for passing over guys in the draft like DeBrinkit for Riley freaking Tufty, but you know what? We're in a solid position as we are, and I don't know. I just felt like making a good video just to inform y'all all that we're in a good spot, and we're playing the Blackhawks tonight, and I'm drinking Fireball all night, so let's have a good night, and let's win this game, get in the third place in the standings, and go Stars. That's all I got, y'all. Sorry for the long wait between episodes. I'll try to make them more consistent in the future. Like I said in the last episode, I just got a job. So I'll be moving to San Antonio once I get uh, everything situated down there. I'll probably be posting some more of these. Probably with better topics, especially with the draft coming up. It's in Dallas this year. I'm making the drive back up here. Um, you know, If any season ticket holders find out about some draft information, let me know. I'll... If y'all get tickets early, I'll I'll pay one of y'all to get me some tickets to the draft this year. But um, anyway, y'all, Stars game is on. Stars game just started, so I'm chugging some more Fireball. Hope y'all have a good night. See y'all later.